This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Split Glory Holes. That's a double dick glory hole for those interested. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence. And particularly irreverence. To any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome mat. This is episode 521. Cecil, how's your pandemic, buddy? So far, so good. You know, can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Go anywhere uh, Go anywhere nice recently? Uh, I did go to the store the other day, and I had a realization oh, while right. I was at the store. I was walking through, and, you know, most of the stuff was there. There was, you know, for the most part, things were there. I got my first... Since everything started, I got my first pack of toilet paper, which I was excited about. Oh, we got ours yeah, last so week, too. First time I got a chance, I walked into the store and there was actually toilet paper. They did have a thing on there that said, you can only take one, but there was enough toilet. Now it was off-brand toilet paper. Don't care. It was 12 rolls of it. And so I was excited to get 12 rolls of toilet paper because we were on our were you? last roll of toilet paper. <laughs> All right. I, I was a little luckier. I'm in the yeah. burbs. So, you know, I got I got Charmin. I got a 36 oh, pack or 36. whatever. 36. Look at you. I, you know, fucking luxuries out here in the sticks. I was tempted to take a shit right there. <laughs> you know, just a celebratory mid-aisle uh, shit. And then when you you're know? done, just pick one piece of toilet paper up and just make it rain on the shit. <laughs> just spinning it over and over and over and it makes a big pile right there. Oh yeah. my God. So we got that. And then the other day, we still cannot get a uh, spray cleaner. So you can't get any like like Lysol or I, I, what is a what's the you can get the, essential oil cleaners <laughs> you can you can I'll get tell like you, all the bullshit that's all like, the seventh generation is right there <laughs> all that fucking like rub a dub dub citrus peel shit exactly it's it's so nice for your skin and the coronavirus is like feed me Seymour <laughs> and you're just like I need a good one I need something that's gonna kill me if I get too much on me that's what I want I want something that could absolutely damage me if I'm in a spill. We are at a place now where those same people that were like, I clean my house with um, the scent of baby oil. They're now using the same toxic sludge yeah. from fucking RoboCop. They're just like, put in a spray bottle. Spray they, it on everything. They, they touch their house and it just melts like that guy at the end of the road. It just falls over. No, but yeah, like it's the same thing. Those people were saying, oh, you know what I do is I just put a little bit of lemon juice and spritz the air and everything's clean. And you know, no, no. What I want, I'm going to mix ammonia and bleach. I don't care if it kills me. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I am fumigating the house with fucking mustard gas. Oh, I don't give gosh. a shit. It's, it's, yeah. uh, but, but anyway, so we can't get cleaner. So any of the um, 409, Formula 409, none of the none of the formulas from 0 to 409 are available. <laughs> <laughs> They're all unavailable right now. 
There's also dishwashing tabs were mostly out. There's a few, but they're not really? all there. Yeah, dishwashing tabs, but there's still plenty of like squeezable dishwasher. So we're we're lazy what? in our quarantine in the city. Uh, and I'm then, not squeezing uh, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Get uh. out of here. I just want to put a tab in there. God. Uh. Squeezing. I haven't been working out this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's... Uh, the other thing I noticed that was gone, you know, most of the food is there, uh, meats and different kinds of cheeses. And then you're talking about any of the dry goods, mostly there. The thing that's missing is all the frozen goods. What? Still, all our frozen goods, if you walk down the frozen goods aisle, they're all gone. And it, it occurred to me that when you're in the city and you live in the city, you have such great options for eating out that when oh. it suddenly comes time to actually have to stay home and cook, you don't know what you're doing. So you just went, oh, fuck, what do I make? Well, I guess I'll just grab all of these Swanson frozen dinners. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> now I'm eating fucking Salisbury steak every night or whatever. But they're all gone. Everything's gone. I don't eat any of that stuff normally. So when I walk by it, I just look and marvel at the case that's empty. But that all that all that prepared food that you heat up in the oven type stuff is all gone. There is still bags of vegetables and, you know, all that stuff's still there, but it's the it's the pre-made food is almost all gone at every place I've been to in downtown Chicago. Okay, wildly different experience out in the suburbs. It's fucking hilarious, the random... Shit is, shit is just there or not there, and I think it's just like... It's like somebody, like, closed their eyes and spun around and pointed... And it's like, empty that aisle. And then, that yeah. one, and then the next one is overflowing with a fucking cornucopia of goods. Like, we had toilet paper. It wasn't like, oh my God, so much toilet paper. But there was toilet paper, a couple of different options. You, you, could, you could get some shitter paper. First time in weeks and weeks, right? But it was there. Two weeks ago, milk, not a problem. Eggs, not a problem. Last week, shit you not. I go to the store. There's a sign on the door. And this is what the sign said by the milk. Limit, 10 gallons per customer. What? 10 <laughs> gallons. What, what are you doing with fucking milk? 10 gallons. Like, what kind of crazy <laughs> fucking dugger fucking life do you live where you're like, oh my only gosh. 10 gallons every time you shop? Not 10 gallons this year, 10 gallons this month, but like 10 gallons of milk is a fucking shit's 80 pounds of milk. <laughs> what now, Uncle? What, what are you doing? You're at home, you walk in the kitchen and your wife is just pouring it on herself. Like, <laughs> what is happening Pour in your world? Yeah. Upon me. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Ten, limit 10 gallons. And Cecil, I uh, shit you not. Limit 10 gallons is I amazing. I took a picture and sent it to my wife. It looked like bears, milk bears, had ravaged the milk. Gone, case. huh? It was like you like Haley needs lactose free milk, right? Because like her, her body is broken and can't have regular stuff. Sure. So like there was like a lactose free milk left and it was like on its side, like with like an arrow sticking through it, like <laughs> flames everywhere. Like it was like apocalyptic. The milk situation. You know where else the, the situation was dire? The frozen pizza situation. Yeah, that's all gone here too. Yeah. So weird because all the rest of the frozen goods that you were mentioning are there, right? And I never buy frozen pizza. It's just that the kids wanted pizza and I was feeling cheap. So I was like, I'll buy you some fucking tombstones and like 
Easy peasy. They're like three, four bucks. I don't have to order out. So I go to get tombstones. There's a million, Cecil, a fucking million Jack's cheese pizzas. There are no <laughs> tombstone pizzas of any stripe or variety. And there are no pepperoni pizzas whatsoever. <laughs> it's so, but if you wanted motherfucking Jack's cheese pizza, you could literally buy hundreds of them. There were <laughs> cases like overflowing, like just, it's so fucking random what's there and what is not there. You, I cannot figure it out for the life of me. You can have it, all the eggs you want if they're brown. Yeah. Like if you want, like what? Fuck it. I get it. The brown ones are more expensive because nature or fucking yeah. whatever. Like yeah. well, like white eggs don't nature is good or whatever. <laughs> but like, like you can have all of them that you want if they're brown. You can have none of the milk, no pepperoni. It's just the most random shit that the store is just out of. It is crazy. I uh, I but I I. I went to the store one time this week and uh, I try to go maybe once or twice a week if I can. Uh, and it just depends on the, it's it's weird because you can't predict like you used to. When, when I was in Chicago before, it was eight o'clock on Saturday night. There's never a soul in the, in the store. You could go at eight o'clock on Saturday night and you're the only person in there. You could close your eyes, get on the back of the cart like a fucking scooter and Go as fast as you can down the aisle, <laughs> banging your side talking. and knocking fucking cereal fucking boxes into the air, and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> nobody's there. There's nobody there. Like you, you, you listen softly, and you hear the whistling sound of Western movies and a tumbleweed. <laughs> it's insane. Fucking now tumbleweeds it's crazy. are rolling through yeah. the aisles. Yeah. Now it's crazy. Now it's just insane. Like it's no matter what time I go, there's always a crowd. There's always people there. My dad is like the last person in the world that should be leaving his house right now, right? Like my dad is like 72, health problems, COPD, former fucking heavy smoker for 50 years. Like the last, and like, he's like, oh, well, uh, call him to check in. Well, I went to the store and I'm like, why are you going to the store at all? Get it delivered. <laughs> and he'll say like, well, they don't have everything I want. I'm like, when you went to the store, did they have everything that you wanted? You know, exactly, they didn't. right? And yeah. I'm like, they could, <laughs> Dad, just hear you. Like, can you hear you right now? I'm staying. Look, I want to be like, everyone else is staying inside to protect you or some version of yeah. you. And then you're not staying yeah. inside. Then why am yeah. I staying inside? Like what? <laughs> you want your busy bee? You get your busy bee. You get bee. the busy bee. I need to trim her whiskers. It's in the crate. It? It's in the crate. Where is the crate? It's not in here. It's not in here. It should be in the crate. It's not in the crate. I just told you that. God damn it! If she doesn't get her door, she's gonna flip out. You left it at the hotel. You go back and you get her busy bee. Go to the hotel and get busy bee. Run! Run! Go! Mommy's getting your toy. Don't you worry. No, we just had a little, we had a little discussion. Look at me. Look at me. Don't look at anybody else. Don't look at the fat ass losers or freaks. You look at me! I know we're not supposed to do a lot of politics, but this is just fucking ridiculous. The, and the I, title makes this. The title report. makes this. I know. I know. Former <laughs> Labradoodle breeder. <laughs> oh, God. It's because Labradoodle. <laughs> was tapped to lead U.S. pandemic task force. It's Labradoodle in the United States, but in Spain, it's Pudelador. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, by the way, Labradoodle, 
fucking amazingly cute dogs. They Are look they? like, dude, they look like fucking teddy bears. They don't even look real. They're like oh. Labrador sized, but okay. with like curly golden hair and like stupid, like ridiculous. They don't shed, which is like a real advantage to them or they shed very little. They're pretty smart, but they look like motherfucking walking teddy bears. They're fucking ridiculously <laughs> cute. <laughs> They're amazing. So I, I want to read directly from this article, lest this article seem from Reuters, by the way, like it is uh, blowing things out of proportion. Shortly after his televised comments, Azar tapped at a trusted aide with minimal public health experience to lead the agency's day-to-day -day response to COVID-19. So Azar, Azar is uh, the secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services, right? Right. Okay. So, and the Department of Health and Human Services is enormous. It's like a $1.3 trillion budget. So like that guy doesn't do the work. He appoints people to do things underneath them. Sure. The guy he appointed, this motherfucking guy, this aide, Brian Harrison, had joined the department after running a dog breeding business for six years. <laughs> five, five sources say officials in the White House derisively called him the dog breeder. <laughs> Look, guys, I'm not shitting on dog breeders. No, But like, no. that in no way qualifies you to handle the day-to-day -day operations of a fucking pandemic it response. All, doesn't it feel like such a random profession to out of all the professions you could pick? It just feels like a random, like a, just it's like a, it's almost like someone mad libbed it. Yeah, it's exactly like somebody. Uh, give me a profession, labradoodle breeder. <laughs> like for fucking, you're trying like, to be random at that point. You're going out of your way. It's like Family Guy montage exactly. cutaway. Yeah, right? yeah. Like at what point is the guy just like, um, we offered the virus a treat. <laughs> Uh, we called it a treater. Uh, treater? Want to treat yeah. it? Treater? Treat? Treat? Treater? Uh, that didn't work. Uh, we tried to clicker train the virus. Um, <laughs> nope. Mm -mm. We've just moved on to uh, studying the virus out to other breeders. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, uh, we ended up breeding a lot of virus. Yeah. Um, uh, I may have gotten the job you wrong. You know, maybe that is what they wanted. They wanted somebody <laughs> who would recognize when the, when the virus spread. Oh, God. For uh, fuck's sake. For man. fuck's sake. We're going to hire the best people. Nothing uh, but the best people. You'll be tired of how best the it's people been are. like that the whole time. It's so sad. And it's God. all just crazy nepotism. Right? right. The reason why this guy has this job is because somebody knew somebody who knew somebody who said, this Labradoodle breeder is your guy. <laughs> you know, I make a lot of money in the Labradoodle game. I'm not going to lie, but I am willing to take a sweet, sweet government job. Why would you? Here's the other thing, Cecil. If somebody, I think I'm a reasonably bright guy but I know that I'm not smart enough to lead the day-to-day -day operations for a pandemic response team sure. because I don't know anything about pandemic response. Sure. So if somebody was like, Tom, would you like this sweet-ass job leading the pandemic response? I would say, no, what? Why are you saying that? 
because any other response is horrifying. I know. Like, I know. What, would you take that job, oh, Cecil? Gosh, no. There's no what, way. There's like, no you know what way. Else? I'm not. I'm not a helicopter pilot. Yeah. Because I don't know how to fly helicopters. <laughs> Maybe they were just so confident in him because he kept on saying Labradoodle do, Labradoodle do. <laughs> Uh, I tried Labracadabra, uh, a variation. <laughs> Still, no. <laughs> what is happening in the world? Why are we doing this? This is it. When your grandma dies, it's because like, somebody said like, Labracadabra. <laughs> Thomas, I've seen all the apocalypse movies. There's never a Labradoodle breeder. There just isn't. There just isn't. Like, there isn't a Labradoodle breeder hiding his arm behind his back with a bite mark it, pretending that everything's okay until later when he eats a baby. Like, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Where's the Labradoodle breeder in World War Z? Where's he at? Like, put the fucking cure for the fucking virus in a Kong, and they're, like, uh. bouncing it around, <laughs> trying to shake the fucking vaccine out, lick it between the fucking peanut butter or whatever. That guy, that guy is just, like, he's just walking around with a big thing of GIF, spreading it on stuff for the dog to lick. <laughs> uh, I tried everything I know. Oh, Problem man. is, they don't fucking know anything about this. Uh, why don't you just hit the fucking coronavirus with a rolled up newspaper, you idiot? <laughs> okay, here's the thing, guys. We tried rubbing its nose in it. Um, <laughs> that got work. a lot more people sick. That was a terrible idea. Didn't work. Didn't just, work. Wow. Real bad what a idea. bad idea that was. Really don't know anything about this. No idea why I have this job. Listen to me, Randall. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, whether you're white or black, or Sasquatch even. As long as you follow your dream, no matter how crazy or against the law it is. Except for Sasquatch. If you're Sasquatch, the rules are different. All right, so this story has nothing to do with anything. It's from fox56.com, but it's amazing. <laughs> I love everything about this story. This I'm just going to read yesterday. parts of it. This is this still, is things are, <laughs> things, weird things, Tom, are still happening. <laughs> I love, this is why I have faith that America will never change. Um, take that for exactly what it is. Large group, large group. I love that it's a large group. <laughs> large group busted for meat market theft after leaving trail of meat behind. <laughs> There's just one set of meat footprints and like six guys carrying the other guy. Like, I, was, like a, I was thinking more like, I was thinking more like this. You walk up and you got your magnifying glass out. You pull your magnifying glass out and you just see like a string of kielbasa leading away. It's like sausages leading away and the person's following the sausages. They're walking down. There seems to, Watson, there seems to be a trail of meat here. What was stolen? Meat. Uh, should we follow the, the the meat? Just follow the drop. Imagine like if they called in like the canine unit. The, the dog's like, I've been waiting for this job my whole life. The dog is just burying evidence. It's like digging up, putting it in so you can save it for later. Roro. Uh, so, I so, know where to move it. This is a fucking dog eating a bunch of Scoopy snacks. <laughs> So explain what happened here. So just a trail of meat. They stole a bunch of meat, right? I just, I, I'm just going to read part okay. of this because it's All fucking right. amazing, right? So 
around 4.30 a.m. Tuesday, which I fucking, you gotta want it. Uh, Tuesday, Visalia police officers responded to a burglary at the Jalisco meat market. When officers arrived, they detained one adult and a boy under the age of 18, leaving the business. Officers followed a trail of meat into a nearby <laughs> apartment <laughs> where they found more people that were involved. Detectives executed a search warrant. I'm a, I fucking cannot imagine how wonderful it would have been to be like both signing off and requesting that search oh, warrant. You have to specify what you're looking for. <laughs> oh, and you go to the judge, you'd be like, my warrant has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh god! Oh yeah. gosh! Jesus! Well, <laughs> you know, can you imagine? Like you're, you're like, all right, I'm looking for a lady. Uh, I know it's a meat market out there. But <laughs> I'm looking to meet up. <laughs> meet single ladies in your area. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus, dude. Oh, God. So detectives executed a search warrant at the home and found six adults and five minors connected to the burglary. (laughs) Overall, 13 people were arrested for the crime. Detectives found some of the stolen meat being cooked. So they're just like, like super high or something. Who wants a Yeah, right? How fucking wasted are you that you're like, it's 4.30 in the morning. We need a barbecue. We just straight up need to barbecue. More, more or less wasted than stopping at a White Castle. Which one? Like, could you have to be more or less wasted at that point? Police say the kitchen at the home was filled with food, so the thieves weren't stealing meat out of desperation. <laughs> That's the other part I like. They're just they, like they stole it for choice. Yeah, they're just like I did. Well, they it was they stole it for prime. Probably yeah. <laughs> it wasn't choice. They Why selected. Would you, yeah, exactly. You're, you're skipping over selected choice. You go right for the prime. Come on down to Cleveland Town, everyone. Under construction since 1868. See our river that catches on fire. It's so polluted that all our fish have AIDS. We see the sun almost three times a year. This guy has at least two DUIs. It could be worse, though. At least we're not Detroit. Detroit. We're We're not not Detroit. Detroit. This story comes from MSN. Six tourists were found self-isolating in a cave near an Indian town made famous by the Beatles after running out of money for hotels. What now? Yeah, okay. So when we're doing wacky stories, we just have to read some of the wacky stories (laughs) because, uh, yeah. Six foreign tourists self-isolated in a cave near a northern Indian town after they ran out of money to pay for hotel rooms. Police said the four men and two women from France, Turkey, Ukraine, the United States, and Nepal. That is a fucking international coalition of homelessness. Yeah, no kidding. That is. But it's like it's like a fucking mini UN. What the fuck, man? <laughs> They're playing model UN, but they forgot to like build the UN building. It's like <laughs> I don't know housing. where we're gonna. Wouldn't it be, Tom, wouldn't it be the worst time to be a fucking tourist somewhere? Else? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, be stuck somewhere? Is I mean, oh, that's that. what it feels like happened is, is that they got stuck while they were out traveling. I remember right when this hit, like right, right at the beginning of all this, there were selfies of people in airplanes because they bought super cheap airline tickets and were flying like first class because there wasn't anybody on the airlines back right. then. When it, We're talking, say, the week or two before shutdown 
was when right. people first started saying, you know, I don't know they want to fly now and a bunch of trips were being canceled. And I remember seeing people saying, well, I'm off to the Riviera. I'm off here. I'm off there. I'm, I'm off to go somewhere because they right. were, they had cheap flights and they were young. And everybody back then thought, if you're young, you're immune essentially. Yeah. And so they were flying overseas and just traveling. I wonder if some of those people just got caught doing that. I know I'm sure there's people who are like backpackers and such that got caught, you know, far away. That's that yeah. sort of seems like what this is. But I wonder if other people just got caught in other countries just fucked because they they, you know, plan badly. You know? Yeah, I'm, like, you know, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that that's what it. The, did you see the uh did you see the story about the 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 couple or family or whatever that went on a sailing trip and they were gone for a month and they're just like what the fuck just oh happened? My gosh. Like they like showed up and they're just like, oh uh, my gosh, that would be and, like insane. the same is true of like submariners. So like I read a story about like submariners, they like they go they yeah, go six down six months and, at a time, yeah. And they don't necessarily have communication with the outside world. That's like part of the gig. So they're just like, everything was fine, you know, like. Can't wait till I, I get on R and R. I know, right? Like, oh yeah, gonna tear it up. Little night on the what the town? Yeah. Why is the town broken? Yeah. There's no Why town. are there so many crickets? Why are people screaming at eight, 8, 8 p.m.? Yeah. Fuck. Are they doing that by you? Did people no, scream uh -uh. by eight? No. Do they do that by you? Eight p.m. every night. Um, uh, people will lean out their window and scream and flip their lights, and it's happening by me, and it's been happening since the pandemic started. And it's how uh, long it's does a, it last? For about five minutes, it's a uh, it's a movement called Howl at the Moon, and it's 8 p.m. here in Chicago. And people just scream and scream and scream. Initially, I wasn't sure what it was, and a bunch of people were saying, oh, they're cheering for the the workers who are getting off shift at the hospital. And I was like, I said, I don't live by hospital. I don't live anywhere near a hospital. So that doesn't make any sense. And then a bunch of people sent me messages and said, oh, no, it's it's this Howl at the Moon thing that's happening. There's, It's just a Facebook group or whatever, and people just get out and scream, and they bang pot lids and just scream and yell for five minutes at eight o'clock. Let's off some steam, I guess, and then they go back to their daily life of screaming inside only. <laughs> so, like, as the summer goes on, are they going to have to, like, push that out because like the, the the moon won't even be available. I know, right? The moon's not gonna be available. Eight, sunny. Yeah. Like <laughs> still sunny at eight o'clock, and they're gonna yell. Oh, I don't the know. Sun. Okay. <laughs> How's it feel? Call the police. No, 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 no! Don't call the police. A friend, you've been kicked in the nuts. No. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Oh, thanks. Oh my God! We love this show. This story comes from the New York Post. Um, Testicles may make men more vulnerable to coronavirus, says a study. I, I I read this, Cecil, and I thought, man, it takes balls to hang on to the coronavirus sure for a does. long time. Sure does. Sure does. Yeah. And then I thought, like, testicles make men more vulnerable, period. <laughs> like, they're just nature's bad idea. Like, well, at what point do testicles ever help somebody out? At what they point? They are 100% proof against intelligent design. 100%. They are the worst. 100%. There is nothing like more fucking weird about just like, I don't know, uh, that thing hurts if like the air is a little wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> put it on the outside oh, of the body gosh. in a retractable bag. <laughs> <laughs> 
and yeah. then cover it and, in hair and, every and make time, sure it's never yeah. attractive yeah. right next to the thing you want somebody to suck. Yeah, and every time <laughs> and every time any kind of air pressure change happens around it, it hurts like you, like somebody punched you in the fucking <laughs> in the stomach with a fucking anvil. That's what it feels like every single time. Uh, like, what a stupid garbage design men are. Like, we are the most like nasty, utilitarian, oh, yeah. garbage Absolutely. gender. Absolutely. This thing is just a piece of fucking garbage. Yeah. Nobody's ever sketched a man naked on purpose. You know? <laughs> you sketch a man naked class. just to yeah. see if you could do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sketching a cockroach. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're like, can I get a bowl of fruit? Like, can I just get like a nice bowl of fruit? I'll just have two apples and a banana. Can I just get that instead? <laughs> I don't want to draw this fucking twig and berries bullshit. Oh, what gosh. the fuck? Oh, yeah. I, you know, they, they say that it stays inside of your body, um, inside the testicles for an extra four days. Like it's getting the grand tour. <laughs> like, it's just like, no, I really like it here. I like it here. Let me, can you, is there any way you can just show me the second bathroom while I'm here? <laughs> It's the worst. Uh, uh, the worst. The other thing, though, is that it's uh, it's this is on a this is from a paper though, where they posted that chloroquine uh, stuff. So it's it's an un it's just a, a a place where they they post drafts of medical papers. It's what uh, what Natalia told told us about a couple of weeks ago. It's from that same site, and so. There's no saying that this is that's true or you know that there's any kind of scientific backing behind this. And many people are saying the reason why men have it over women is because they get they're they're more often smokers, you know, they're more often in ill health and those types of things are the things that are contributing to men having it longer right. other than just having a pair of balls. Yeah. <laughs> it just what a fucking kick in the nuts that exactly, is. Exactly, right? Jesus. This <laughs> is frankly over here. We find your American beer is a little like making love in a canoe. Making love in a canoe? It's fucking close to water. So I love this. This is from uh, thegrio.com. And I wondered, when I read this, I, I wondered if maybe Heath had gotten a job in Kenya. Kenya governor adds bottles of Hennessy to coronavirus care package. And the, the, the claim in including that the Hennessy would be as involved in the care package was that it was throat sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Somebody it. just wanted yeah. some fucking Hennessy. Exactly. Like, That's exactly it. And they even said, the guy even said, the, 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 the companies even come out and said, no, this is not a good idea. It's, it's not good against the coronavirus. Everybody else is saying that alcohol isn't what you want here at this point because it lowers your inhibitions and shit that you're doing to do more reckless behaviors. It's fucking the, it's totally not useful right now. Yeah, and they're just like, yeah, the I would, worst thing, right? I'd like some, I'd like some of it. Okay, well then just say you want some of it instead of saying everyone needs it. There's a difference. Yeah, the the claim, the, the further claim, I love this, is says, I think- from the research conducted by the World Health Organization and various organizations, it has been believed that alcohol plays a major role in killing the coronavirus. And the WHO was like, we never said that. What? Like, if you pour alcohol on the virus, it probably is not good for the virus. But also, unless you're, like, inhaling the Hennessy rather right. than drinking yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. Like, 
Unless you're like waterboarding yourself with fucking Hennessy, it's probably not super fucking useful. Do you like uh, uh, cognac? I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I don't know that I've had cognac. I was trying to think like, is it similar to brandy? So it is brandy. It's just from the cognac region of France. <laughs> oh, then I can answer that question. I re I, I despise brandy. I think yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah, brandy it's is so uh, distilled wine. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so fucking sweet. I I hate it. So if it's if cognac is just brandy, brandy I think is is yeah. generally repulsive. It yeah, kind of tastes to me like um, boiled raisins. Yeah, that's exactly what it tastes like. Yeah, that's a very good uh, analogy. Yeah, Do you I, like it? I am not a fan. I like it in some cooking. Um, it's good for cooking sometimes, and I've I've used cooking brandy uh, before. Uh, but for me, it's, it's the same, I, I feel the same way. And I, I know like a lot of people like it, but I feel the same way about port. Um, cause port yeah. has, port has it in there. So it's like, it's, it's just fortified wine and it, that's not for me. No, man. I don't like it. It's like thick and like kind of, um, uh, I don't know. I don't even, I don't even mind medicinal flavors generally. Like I'm yeah. drinking, I'm drinking whiskey. Whiskey's medicinal, you know, has some medicinal qualities to it for sure. But like, it's just kind of too much. It's kind sure. of just overwhelming. Sure. I don't mind a little sip, but I don't want a second sip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's like a tasting. It's like a little taste. I wouldn't want to sit down with a glass of it. Yeah. It'd be fine to have a tiny sip of it. That's fine. You're right. Like if somebody's passing around a flask or something, maybe. But, you know, yeah. although that's a weird thing to think about in post-coronavirus times. <laughs> yeah, think about all the shit like you used to do where you're yeah. just like, here, try this. Yeah, I'll basically lick your asshole. Here, try this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> here. No, just eat it right off my fork. Just eat my ass right off my fork. That's what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge fan of, I'm not a huge fan of, of brandies uh, at all. And that's a, uh, I've never, and I also wonder too, do you just, do you just drink it straight? Do you add something to? Because I don't know how to consume it even. Yeah, so I've had the last time I had brandy, somebody I was I was visiting a friend and their dad poured a like very very tiny. I mean it was probably a half ounce in this little tiny little glass thing of like brandy, and I I got the strong impression that it would have been rude not to drink it, and it was maybe a little expensive, and he was trying to be like very gentlemanly and offer this as a, as a host, and so I did drink it. And it was like drinking, like I said, boiled raisins. It's, yeah, it it's was like, good yeah. at first, and then it's just too much. It's overwhelming. I think it's consumed straight. Okay. I think it's consumed yeah. straight in like a snifter glass. Yeah. And it's, it's very small. It's not like a small. mixer or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know there are some drinks that I've had that have, that have, or I've seen that have brandy as an ingredient, but I've excluded them because they had brandy as an ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way about fennel. Like I see fe yeah. like fennel Me is too, like- buddy. Me too. Dude, that Me shit too. is like all the rage. Every restaurant you go to, every menu, it's like, that looks so fennel. And I hate like, it. It's fucking everywhere right it's now. It's a terrible flavor and it's also overused. It's so overused that it's, and it's, and it's not a flavor that I think is something that everyone enjoys. I think a lot of people don't like fennel. I mean, uh, you know, it's funny because I talk to a ton of people and I'll say, you know, oh yeah, there's fennel in it. And immediately people are saying, oh, I, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. I don't understand why it's all the rage. But it is, like you like you agree, right? Oh, like, absolutely. It's just, yeah, it's constantly, it's all over the place. Yeah, like, every I, menu. There's like a small handful of things. You know me, like I like more, way more sure. things than I don't Way like. more, th I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way yeah. more. And yeah. like, there's so many restaurants that I'm like, all right, the handful of things I don't like, 
include goat cheese and fennel. And like, there's like restaurants you go to and it's like, you could get goat cheese on your fennel or <laughs> fennel on your goat cheese. Now we can produce a nice goat cheese cake with a fennel puree. We could have steak covered in fennel on a bed of goat cheese. Goat cheese <laughs> with a nice roasted chicken with uh, stuffed with fennel. It's got fennel, yeah, of course, in there. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking, yeah. are you kidding me? With those two yeah, ingredients, exactly. you could yeah. barely go anywhere. And they're like yeah, the yeah. only two things I don't yeah. like. <laughs> they come over to the table and they, this cocktail is on the house. It's pureed fennel, goat cheese, and cognac. <laughs> You know what? If they yeah. did it, I would be like, yeah, fuck it. Give that. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know what? I Because I think I would hate that enough to come full yeah. circle. Yeah. Like, I, I think I would hate that so hard that it's I would like fucking love it. It's like a food vaccination that you, you immediately love all of them again. My safe word is pineapple juice. Put your hands behind your back. Palms up. Put your hands behind your back. Both hands. It's warm. Oh, watch your hands, bud. Those are my quarters. You want to put those in your pocket? That is change. You know how long it took me to acquire those? Some of those are limited edition. And watch your fingers, booty hole man. I love this so much. <laughs> this is, this is from WGN. Uh, Florida man tried to use fake COVID. <laughs> Florida man. Florida man. Oh, Florida, man. Florida man. Florida man's the best. Florida man tried to use fake COVID nineteen sign to dodge arrest. The sheriff says. So this is basically what it is. They're looking for this dude, and they're like, they go up to his door, and he's just like. I have COVID-19. He put a sign on the door like, <laughs> okay, okay, ye shall not enter. He put a sign on the door and I want to, I want to describe this sign. Okay? <laughs> so, so first off, the sign is written, the sign is written clearly on something bumpy because it was, it's not on a flat surface that he wrote this. He put it on like a book with texture on it because the texture is transferred over yeah. onto the sign. So it is it is a textured, he's right on a textured surface with a ballpoint pen, a blue ballpoint pen, I think. He has, this is how, this is how it's spelled. Capital C, uh, middle size O, not sure. Capital V, lowercase <laughs> I, capital D. Now I want to talk about the I real quick before we continue. Oh yes, you have to. So- what kind of psychopath puts a circle as a fucking dot to an eye? Yeah, well, you know, like, like you're a fucking psychopath if you do that. There's something seriously wrong with you if you're circling your eye. You are allowed to dot your eye with a circle if you're like a seventh grade girl. Yes. Like, uh, but if you're I, a grown ass it, yeah. man named Joshua yeah. with a fucking yeah. felony warrant, yeah. you cannot I, dot your eye I, with a fucking circle. I would say, I would say the moment you are able to vote regardless of any kind of gender, you should, there's no more circle. There's no more circle on the eye. I don't care. You're not allowed to do it anymore. You're an adult now. You can we, You can either be drafted into war or do the circle over your eye. Those are your two options. <laughs> you can't do any others. Yeah, are, like, is he going to use like, like a heart for an ex? I know. Like what? Is it, exactly. Is he going to put a smiley face in his O here? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? So the rest of the sign, the rest of the sign is, Lowercase I with a circle again, psychopath. Yep. Uppercase N, uppercase F. Extra uppercase F. It's, it's twice yeah, as big it's as whole It's bigger than everything else. Uh, lowercase E C T E D. So he did two in a row in uppercases <laughs> and then he gave up. Since is right. Since is uppercase followed by the rest uh, lowercase. So, but it's 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 handwritten, hand scrawled, taped to a store with electrical tape, <laughs> hand scrawled, and written over a couple times with ballpoint pen. Clearly, the work of a forger master. Clearly, the I just, work. 
brilliant, except for that the sheriff had this to say. Placing a fake COVID-19 sign on your door will not stop us from kicking it in when you have <laughs> felony warrants for your arrest. Okay, let's see here. Toilet paper. 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 And toilet paper. Hey, hey. Now you kids be careful with this chewing gum. Don't go sticking it under tables. Okay. Okay, toilet paper. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Oh, God, this is some fucking comeuppance shit. This oh, is from Newsweek. Dude, this is justice porn is, right I, here. This Cecil, is what this I is. grabbed this for you because I know how much oh, you love, love comeuppance. It. Oh, justice. Man who bought $10,000 worth of toilet paper and hand sanitizer denied a refund. So this motherfucker bought, exactly as I said, just a fucking metric shit ton of toilet paper and hand sanitizer. And then when he... When his eBay store got shut down because he was trying to do some fucking profiteering bullshit, he was like, well, now <laughs> I got, so now I have five figures worth of shitter paper and hand sanitizer. <laughs> and he goes that to the store to return investment. it. They're just like, uh, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not worth the paper it's printed on top. <laughs> Oh man, it's so good. It's so good. It's so fun to watch people who are trying to exploit a situation get get wrecked. I I mean, I think it's yeah. I think it's you, you don't want to you you want to what you want is what happened when this started was there was panic. And people panic bought all kinds of things, right? There was things that people panic bought um, from food types to, uh, you know, when I first went to the store, you were talking about milk earlier. Milk was all gone. Bread was all gone. You know, there's people panic buying lots of different milk. things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing with it. But anyway, there's a, there's this idea that people panic bought a lot of shit. And toilet paper was one of those things that was out for a long time. And there was, there was, there was several videos of people loading truck fulls of toilet paper into their, you know, just, yeah. That one guy who had all those masks in New York, got them all confiscated. Cause he just bought a shit ton of N95 masks. That he was going to sell someone who had all those sanitizers had to donate them in Pennsylvania yep. because he, he just had all those hand sanitizers that he bought out from all the different stores in all the entire area. And then they, they basically wouldn't let him sell them on Amazon anymore. Cause he was price gouging people. So these people are not, these are not innocent actors. No. These are people no. who are going on. Cause here's the thing that guy could sell all that toilet paper and not make a lot of money, right? Yeah. He could make a very low, small amount of money and do all that labor to send all that toilet paper to people essentially for free. And it's not worth his yeah. dime. Yep. So he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. If, if like, if these guys like bought all this shit and wanted to make like, honestly, if they wanted to make something approaching a reasonable profit, if they bought it and like kicked up the price 10, 15, 20% and had a nice little return on their investment because they happen to be ahead of like yeah. ahead of the psychology of the, of the market. I don't know how much of a problem I would have with that. The thing is, like, they're double, triple, quadruple yeah, more the price. Yeah, that's just yeah. straight. That's just straight fucking people. It's over. gouging. That's it's just not gouging. seeing an opportunity and like trying to capitalize because, like, that's it's not the most ethical thing, but like at a reasonable markup, it's like, all right, that's how the world works. Let's accept it and move on. 10, 15, that's what people 20%. did with iPhones. Yeah, that's what people yeah. did with iPhones when they first came out. They yeah. sell them for more. That's I mean, we we have an entire stadium uh, sale of ticket process that works like that. Right. That's how that's how you buy tickets nowadays to go anywhere. There's no longer a 
uh, you buy it. Because when I was a kid, you used to stand in line at Ticketmaster. That's how you used to get tickets back oh, in the day. Have you? And now you don't do that. Have you tried to do that at all? No. I bought, I got to tell you, so, so I bought tickets to see Tool. So Tool came to Chicago, um, I don't know, about either six months or 300 years ago. I'm not sure. sure how 150 years ago. Yeah. So, right. but I, I, I did the thing like with Ticketmaster. So I had the Ticketmaster app and like, I did this thing where you enter the waiting room. So like I knew what time they were going on sale and now you don't like <clears throat> call and hang up and call and hang up and call and hang up or like wait in a line. <clears throat> like now you get in a digital queue, right? And I was all excited to see Tool. So like I knew when they were going on sale and I was like ready and like I had my phone like on the app and as soon as I could enter the queue, the second Cecil, it let me enter the queue. I was like, Bada! and I entered the queue and it was like, there are like 6,000 people before you. And I was like, how could that even be possible? Like yeah. thousands and thousands and that. I bought those tickets. I mean, like I was like a goddamn fucking mongoose striking a cobra. I was trying to be so fast. I bought tickets in the very last row of the United yep. Center. I was sure. so high up. I was basically outside in the parking lot looking through a spyglass at that goddamn concert. That is the only, and that's like how you buy tickets for face value now. Like, yeah. that's it. Because yeah. bots because, are doing all the rest of it. Well, and bots then there's also faster. Yeah, bots are faster and there's the, that markup at like all those other places. That's how you get tickets to places now. You don't get tickets like you used to. No. Right. Where you used to just, you don't do that. Now it's just gouging. Now it's just constant gouging. So, you know, that's how this works. And this guy got his fucking crazy comeuppance and that's awesome. Well, so I want to read this last part of the story because speaking of justice, he, this guy goes to return all this stuff, right? And the manager of the grocery store says, yeah, I had my first customer yesterday who said he wanted to get a refund on 150 packages of 32-pack toilet paper and 150 units of one-liter hand sanitizer. And I told him <laughs> that, Drake said, as he showed off his middle finger to the camera. Fuck you. Fuck you. You know what? I'm about to say it. Okay. Say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> so this here comes from the Business Insider. Police say commander of neo-Nazi group linked to plan attack on CNN was 13 years old. I fucking love the internet so much. Like, the internet is the fucking... Like, this is so great. It's like, rah, we're gonna fucking get him and like this. We're gonna rally behind Jim Bob 630897 Commander Strike Force whatever. And it's... Some fucking right? thirteen you know, you year know old. He, you know how he got the job? He was playing Xbox Live, Xbox Live, and he could call anybody the N word super fast. And so he got the job. Really, really. I mean, like that's the application system for the job. They're following a thirteen year old. That shows you how fucking immature your mindset is. If you could be easily led by a thirteen year old, the, I. It, this is like this is fucking everything. These fucking neo Nazi clown shoe ass motherfuckers are just like. Well, this leader, this great fucking thought leader around our fucking Us. white supremacist ideology is fucking 13. <laughs> That's an eighth grader. That's <laughs> not even high school. I know. He's not even high school yet. That's amazing. Like, that kid just smells bad. Like that's somebody like... <laughs> That's a 13. Like, you're not even showering on your own without your mom telling you anymore. Oh, God. 13 years old. And he's your leader. He's your leader. He's 13. Oh, my leader. God. He can't even cook himself food. <laughs> he, 
He wants it. He wants a fucking yogurt cup out of the fridge. <laughs> he still gets an allowance, man. <laughs> Thirteen. You can't even get a work permit. How the fuck are you yeah, supposed to right. be the commander right. of a neo-Nazi army? You're right. You'd be like. Unreal. Oh, wait a minute, guys. It's nine o'clock. I'm at my curfew. I can't kill black people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumbass. Uh, my mom's oh, going to be so, so mad at me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let me tell you. Let me tell you all those fucking dipshits out there that would follow this person. This is exactly who you're yeah. following is a child. That's exactly who you're following because whether it's a it's a child that's 13 or it's a it's a 50 year old, you know, fucking giant fucking beard, rebel flag shirt, gun carrying dipshit who who also is of the same exact mindset. It's an immature mindset. Yeah, it's the same guy. And that's why this that's why this kid, that's why this kid excelled because those people that are in this mindset, they haven't grown up either. Yeah, they can't they literally cannot tell the difference. They're online yeah. and they cannot tell the difference no, between no. a jackass and a fucking baby. He's Tyler Durden to that. Yeah. Right, it's exactly it. It's like, you know, maybe when you was a little kid, maybe stole a bag of potato chips. That might be like $6 a fine. So you gotta give him back $6. Lying, every time you lie, $10. Murder, murder, that's the worst one. $100,000. Masturbation. Twenty-five, thirty-five cents would be my guess. That's a cheap cent. But it's a kind of mount up, you know, So I promise this story is not actually an ad. This is a story from Mashable. You can find it on the notes. Sex toy sales are skyrocketing because of social distancing. And I'm just going to go ahead and read part of this. The weeks of social distancing are dragging on. We see our friends on Zoom and treat our hinge matches like we're in some Austenian courtship. After a while, though, video chats and sex just don't cut it. And I thought this was funny. Many of us turn to masturbating. <laughs> as if our audience right. has to turn to masturbating. <laughs> I like that you're just sitting at home, you're smoking your pipe, drinking your tea, and you're thinking, what can I do right now? <laughs> Is there something I can do other than this right now? So sex toy sales are fucking jumping through the roof. And this article talks about AdamandEve.com. Adam and Eve. <laughs> and I say, this is because of you guys. This is our <laughs> listeners. Their sales are up 30%. Thank you. Uh, 30 fucking percent. And if you want to get a sex toy, and you should, here's the thing, right? Like there's there's good ways to stimulate the economy. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go to adamandeve.com, you can get 50% off almost any item, a uh, bunch of free stuff, and uh, you get free shipping. And all you have to do is enter the code word glory at checkout. Adam and Eve is our sponsor. It's the sponsor of the show. We don't have, we've had one or two sponsors in the past, but Adam and Eve has been a steadfast sponsor the of this sponsor, show. Man. We would we would love it if you would use our code. If you're going to go to Adam and Eve, it pays Ian's salary. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, every time you think of your sex toy, think Ian. That's <laughs> 
whenever you bust out that wastily uh, wabbit or I gotta find out I gotta find out what Ian's middle name is so I can name all the sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna encourage everybody to just masturbate with a Grammy. Just figure out some way. <laughs> To just masturbate with a Grammy, bang it out three Or masturbate times. with your Grammy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever works for you at adamandeve.com. Yeah. Do, it, do it over social distancing. You're Zooming Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hey, everybody. Um, this next clip comes from our recent live stream on April 23rd of 2020. Uh, we live stream every Thursday at 9 p.m. Central. And th this week, we're going to be streaming exclusively to YouTube.com slash DissonancePod. So see you there. All right, here we go. Let's play. Uh, let's play just a, a clip, just the tip of uh, Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson blames coronavirus on same-sex marriage. Here we go. Oh God, look at this guy. It's a minute fourteen. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! <laughs> right? He's Holy fucking shit. melting. He is genuinely like like when you get old enough. And your head yeah. starts to sink into your body like a turtle. Like it's just right. slowly melting into the rest of you. He looks like carving a face into an apple. <laughs> you ever carve a face into an apple and let it like, it just gums and, let it and like rot. curls yeah. up? Let it rot? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, no, he's definitely a rotting apple. God damn. Also, also, I mean, he kind of looks like Ruth Bader Ginsburg here a little. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil, did you ever see the video that was out like, I don't know, maybe eight or nine years back of him like leg pressing 500 pounds? Oh, yeah, I did see that where he was on like one of those <laughs> slidey presses where he was. Yeah, where yeah. you can move a trillion pounds yeah. like no problem. Yeah. Where you, you can you're you can move a whole car and it because it's because right. it's mechanically helping you to push it all up. Yeah, right. All right, let's play this. Here we go. This is John Pat, who says, Pat, last week you were talking about COVID-19. You quoted Chronicles 714. How can God heal our land and forgive the sins when abortion and same-sex marriage are laws and many people are anti-Israel? Doesn't this prevent his healing and forgiveness? I love that God is just up there thinking, you know what? As long as there's an anti-Israel person in America, I ain't fixing that COVID stuff. That ain't happening. Yeah. I ain't doing it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to fix it. In the whole world because of what America does. In the whole world. I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to start in a different place. And then it's going to move across the whole world for a little while now before it gets to America. And then, and then I'm not going to fix it because of what America does. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, we got a bunch of new patrons. And uh, one of my favorites, one of my f new favorites is someone who I became friends with on Facebook. Uh, this is Matthew. And Matthew, uh, I we he's part of a group that I belong to. And I remember Matthew because Matthew gave us, Tom, and you will remember Matthew when I tell you what he did. He gave us donuts at ReasonCon. Yes. He gave us bacon donuts. Yeah, do you remember this? I do. So, so Matthew this gave like us donuts. like ReasonCon 1. This is a while ago, right? So he gave us donuts. And uh, when he gave us the donuts, we got a chance to meet him. And so I saw his name on Facebook in a group I belong to. And I was, and I thought, oh, I should friend that guy. I know him. I've met him in person. I know him. And yeah. so I sent him a message. And I guess he keeps his friend list to a very paired round number of 666. And so he said to me, he said, I have to let somebody go if I'm going to be your friend. He private messaged me. And he said, so I let Richard Carrier go. <laughs> and I said, and I said, what I just read is Cecil 
is superior to Richard Carrier. And he said, that is exactly it. So his patron name is, Matthew says Cecil is superior to Richard Carrier. <laughs> and that's why, is because I kicked Richard Carrier off his friend's list. And we take still that, thank you. Richard we still thank Carrier. you, Matthew, for those donuts. And when you're in Chicago, I will take you to Stan's Donuts. I promise we'll buy you a Stan's Donuts, which are superior to Danish in every way. So let's, mm, let's get our rest of our true. patrons. Just moving. Matthew just says Cecil is superior to Professor Carrier. Simon. Cram Glass, Mike, Dave, Anna, Lefty and Augie Jack, Julie, Mitchell, Bull, Wee Wees, Pascal, Emma and the Silent Sufferers, Nathan, Kevin, Matt, Louise, Damien, Tommy, Rich, Karsten, Chris, Joseph. I thought it was a patron already. <laughs> <laughs> I like that That's one. I saw that one, one this week. That's a great that one. one. I love that one. And I know. Yeah. And the thing is, is I know who, who I know the person who who is behind that patron name, and he's a he's a dear friend of mine from uh, from a group I belong to. And so uh, so I want to thank him for being a patron again. <laughs> thank you, uh, Stephen, <laughs> Rhyme Time, Luis, Evan, Peter, and Kathy, Dion, Dave. And then people who up their pledges, Bran, Regina, Karen, Matt, Nicholas, Philip, Steve, Lisa, Steeljaw Panda, Jose, and Catherine. Thanks so much for your generous donations. We really do truly appreciate it. Uh, every day in every call, I hear uh, about downsizing in my higher ed business. Yeah. And so uh, so I'm very grateful that people are able to, uh, to donate and to give us some kind of uh, safety net uh, for the work that we put in for this show. So we want to thank you so much for donating. And now's a great time. If you have, if you have some extra money and you are not in crisis from COVID, we would really appreciate you becoming a patron. You get a lot of extra stuff and uh, we love our patrons. Yeah. I gotta say, thank you guys. It, it's, it, it's a tremendous amount of comfort to know that Cecil and I have this safety net that we may need this to, you know, support our families. So Having you guys step up the last few weeks and really kind of come to um, come to the table and become patrons and up your patrons, it means the world to us both. So we're very grateful to you. So I got a message from Kevin and Kevin contacted us through Facebook and uh, he said, he said, hey, I just started listening to your podcast. Uh, I was listening to the March 23rd episode where you, you're talking about the Netherlands and how the Netherlands was going to give 90% of people's pay to people who live in the Netherlands and uh, if they lost their job and... Uh, the thing is, is that he's saying that their tax rate is over 50% of their income. And I didn't mention that. And so he wanted to make sure that I, uh, I was covering my bases there to, to actually mention that they pay in more in taxes. Now I responded with, I think that the Netherlands having a higher tax rate feels like common knowledge to me. So if you didn't know, if you're not listening to the show and you didn't know that the Netherlands pay a higher tax rate when I mentioned that, please send me a message so I can know whether or not I'm I'm incorrect because it feels like I, I, I it feels like something that would be common knowledge. But if it's not, I want to mention it because I don't want to be I don't want to I don't want to mislead people to think that they're not they're they're paying less money. I'm uh, they are paying more money, but they also have a significantly better social safety net, and they're really not paying that much more money than we are. They're paying more money, but not by a lot. Yeah, it's it, it's it's almost like if you 
pay more in taxes, then you can get significantly higher value in return for that tax. Exactly. Burden. And like yeah. that is an equation that all countries have to decide upon for themselves. What tax burden is acceptable and what is the return you demand on that additional tax burden. So that's an entirely fair conversation countries are always juggling. We got a message from Jess on Patreon, and this is something we missed last week. We're talking about Voltron, Tom. Um, Voltron not only starts out as lions, turns into the big yeah. bitey foot, bitey hand, bitey face lion. Yep. Man, automaton. <laughs> he also draws a sword, but yep. then he finally, when his final form, goes blazing sword. And we forgot about I blazing sword. forgot about blazing sword. Totally forgot about it. Yeah, I, miss, I, miss I it. love blazing swords. When you punch the horse, the horse falls over. <laughs> it's really great. <laughs> That's a donkey punch, Tom. That's different. Okay. So we got a message. Um, this is from Jim. And Jim just wanted to let us know Sioux Falls was one of the first cities in the U.S. to roll out 5G. Cities. Wow, cities. that's amazing. Quotations around cities, please. <laughs> okay, yeah, 5G, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah, both of your users have excellent you have, internet. <laughs> you have as many Gs as you have tumbleweeds in your front yard. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> but, what do you, but Cecil, real quick, let's let's play a game. Guess the population of Sioux Falls. <laughs> you want to play? Okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to try. 160,000. You were very close 181,000. Wow! 181,000. About about 20,000 less than the tiny exurb that I live in. <laughs> I live in a suburb so far from the city center that I am I am an exurb. If you get any further, there's nothing but corn and you're no yeah. longer considered the metropolitan region. You know? <laughs> I'm 40-some miles. You, you have to name your kid Malachi, two blocks right. <laughs> west of you. Yeah. 180, the big city it's of Sioux Falls. big city. Do you remember we were in, uh, I know we might've mentioned this before, but we were in Michigan and we ran into a militia guy who had a oh. cannon. And, and when we talked about, we talked about, uh, we had mentioned uh, we were from Chicago and they said, oh, I can't go to the big city. I don't even like Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. <laughs> oh, I, Grand Rapids I don't like going big. into the big it's city. It's too I, big for me. Grand oh, Rapids, Michigan, Grand my Rapids, friend. Grand Rapids might have a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Rapids, uh, which I actually like Grand Rapids. I think it's I a, cool little, I it's a cool little yeah. city. Population is 200,000. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matthew sent in a message and he sent in a story. Uh, this is from the Daily Wire. Social shredding. Defiant residents grab shovels, uh, dirt bikes after Cali authorities dump tons of sand in the skate parks for social distancing. So it looks like the California authorities just dumped a bunch of sand into the skate parks so they couldn't skate or ride their bikes through the quarter pipes there. Um, I will say this, if uh, he, he's asking for our thoughts, I will say this, if if there is a stay-at-home order, uh, then they should find ways to stop people from congregating uh, if they aren't listening to the stay-at-home order. And if those if that stay-at-home order means, uh, you know, uh, finding people, if it means uh, stopping people from uh, entering parks like they did in Chicago with the, the tape, you're not allowed to enter the parks because they put yellow tape there. And people are mostly, for the most part, listening 
um, then they should do those things because it's not just about you. It's about the people you can infect. It's about the other people that you can hurt because you want to hang out with other people. And the first weekend here in Chicago where they put the stay at home order in and you're allowed to go for a walk, I walked, I was walking going for a walk, social distancing, and saw an entirely full skate park of kids. So people weren't social distancing. So I think that if you're going to have to enforce it, you should try to enforce it. I don't see any problem with dumping sand in the middle of a skate park if that slows you down from being there. Look, I'm sympathetic to hating the stay-at-home order, but like, if you don't want a longer stay-at-home order, yeah, you have to respect the one that we have. I fucking hate it. But like, I also recognize the necessity for it and the desire for the stay-at-home order to end sooner. If you want the stay-at-home order to drag on, don't do the stay-at-home part. Exactly. <laughs> we got an image from Aaron. It's just wrong. I'm going to post it on this Ugh. week's show notes, but it's pretty it's, wrong. It's pretty rough. It's pretty wrong. We also got a video and a bunch of people would send this to us. This is Kenneth Copeland's wind of God remix when he banished the coronavirus <laughs> from the United States. And you could tell when Kenneth Copeland did this a couple weeks ago because we had no more cases of coronavirus yeah, since then. Yeah, that solved yeah, it. Fucking, he dusted his fucking hands off after this God. happened. This oh. fucking howdy-doody looking motherfucker. Fucking anyway, that idiot. guy, they did a they did a, a remix video of this. We're going to post it on this week's show notes. It's actually really funny. And Tony is from Rogers Park, Tony. In Rogers Park. Hope you're social distancing up there. Got a bunch of messages this last week from people who were uh, asking me about the trip that I talked about. I lost some money on a trip and uh, a bunch of people were making suggestions. I have done most of the things that people have said, but I want to thank everybody for sending in messages and offering me some sort of advice on how to fix uh, the trip that I went on. Uh, we got a nice long message from Liz who was saying uh, basically like don't use third-party sites because hotel workers hate third-party sites. And I got to tell you, the only reason I use the third-party site on this, and I normally don't because I... I have rewards cards with some hotels. And so I normally get a pretty good rate with some hotels. The problem is, is I was going overseas and I was on TripAdvisor. And when I was clicking the button, the the rate was right there. And it's like, it would say the rate and I would click the button and it would take me to, and it turned yeah. out to be Expedia. And so Expedia was the place that was giving the cheap rate, but I just never really thought to shift away from that to get the rate somewhere else. Right. And how the hell was I supposed to know we were going to cancel the trip? I mean, when you make a trip like this, especially when you're spending that kind of money, it never entered my mind that we wouldn't be on this trip. One of us would die, I think, would have for us to think that we wouldn't. Be. I mean, seriously, yeah. if you're spending that kind of money, you don't think ahead of time, oh, well, we might just not be on this trip. You don't think like that. Right. And I, I won't, I, I made the mistake. I made the mistake this time of doing it, but I won't do that again. I won't use the third-party sites again. Um, to do it. I'll just go to go to hotel sites and just go directly to hotel sites and use them like I do with airlines. That's what I do with airlines now. And I'm, I haven't used a third-party airline site in forever um, because of the, the bad situation I've had with those. So I'm just, I just, yeah. and so I'll just do the, I'll do the same with hotels. And if I have to pay a little extra, I pay a little extra. It's just the way it works. So this next week, uh, we are going to be trying a new, uh, we tried this week. We had a great time on Twitch. So we just did, we just did Twitch. We just, we just did Twitch. There's a couple, uh, streaming issues and Twitch is, uh, sometimes a little not great if you're not a partner. So we are now, um, going to try a new one because we wanted to see how well we would do on Twitch. Uh, Twitch, uh, turned out to be a great 
uh, form for a lot of people to talk and chit chat with each other. But, and it's, and it's great because everybody's in the same chat room together, right? The problem with what we're doing when we have these communities spread out all over into yeah. different places is we can read all your chats, right? Because we're running on Restream. So I can read what somebody on Facebook says and I can read what somebody on YouTube says, but they can't read what each other say. And on Twitch, we were able to put everybody in the same chat room together. And so they were all able to chat with each other at the same time. And that's what the important part of the community is. So next week, we're going to be live streaming just like we normally were, but we're going to try YouTube next week. So we're going to start everywhere and then we're going to shift to YouTube. We hope you join us for these live streams. We're having a great time. These last couple of weeks, we are just dying, laughing, and having an absolute blast. It's been a great time. So we're really looking forward to having a bigger and bigger audience doing the live piece. It's just extra content, extra produced content that you guys can go check out. So we'd love to have more people hop over. Yeah, and we have a, we think we have kind of a bitchin' setup. So you guys should check it out. If you've never checked them out yeah. before... You should check it out. Like I, it's not just a couple of guys on webcams. It's a, it's a little better than right. that. So you should check it out if you haven't seen it before. It's actually, uh, we're, we're pretty proud of our setup. But we're going to be on YouTube next week, 9 p.m. Central. You can find us in the other places, but we're going to shift you over to YouTube in a few minutes after we start. Um, so please come check us out. Uh, but that is going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, and we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.